Last time on Scoundrels, D&D for Terrible People, our not-heroes rode a train and... And... That's it? Oh. Okay, then, yeah, they rode a train. Um, here's what happens after that. So yeah, you guys are walking down Market Street. Now, you are on your way towards the Wilted Pickle, but you guys can choose to interact with things here, like maybe buy a couple things if you want. Um, it all depends on... It really depends on you guys. So following these directions, do we do we go through any or any markets and that kind of stuff, or are we taking back roads? Um you're not necessarily going like through markets. It's one of those things where it's like, you're kind of walking down the middle of the street. Like it's a pedestrian street. Okay. Um, there aren't like carriages or anything going through here. So like, uh, there are stalls and buildings with, with shops inside them, um, on either side of the street. So you're not really going through markets so much as you're going through the marketplace. Um, okay. Uh, you are mainly walking down the street until you reach pretty much its end uh, close to the water, like it's official end close to the water. Like, uh, it, it, you can technically just walk straight down to the water using this street, but, uh, it kind of, the pavement sort of dwindles once you hit a certain point and turns to dirt. So you, you know, you're going to want to turn, I think I said left before them. Okay. So me and the, I guess the Baron are walking together, right? Is that what that, that's where we left off? <laughs> uh, D Dibble Smith Von Beauregard. Um, yes, the, the halfling. Okay. Uh, you so, know, I, I never got your name, mister. Oh, well, I don't know if I got yours either. <laughs> oh. Ooh. I already told you. Dibble Smith on blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, all right, Mr. Baron, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Mr. Baron. <laughs> you can, you, you can just call me Davi. Nice to meet you, Dobby. Um, so, uh, do you want to stop at any of these little shops before we head into the see what this is all about? Oh, I do like a good knickknack. Knickknack. <laughs> Are there any good knickknack shops catching our eyes as we go? Anything? Oh yeah, there's there's um, knickknacks. Um, knickknacks. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of this Nick's Max over here. Maybe we ought to stop and see what he's got. Uh, yeah, we can we can check it out. The Nick's Snacks in other village, it, it was all right, but we can see how this one is. <laughs> oh yeah, the classic so, chain Nick's Snacks. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> yeah, Nick's Snacks, the the, the Nick Snack chain. Um, Nick's Snacks so co-owned by Patty Wax. <laughs> 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 yeah, a part of companies. the Kimadaga bone conglomerate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it. All right, so you guys stop in Nick's Knacks, and you find they got some pretty interesting stuff in there. There is a bucket filled with water, and the water is glued to the bottom. Um, the water is glued to the bottom. <laughs> yes, the water is glued to the bottom of the bucket. Um, you find um, a red crayon that was drawn in green crayon. Um, you... Uh, <laughs> What? Uh, there is a wardrobe with nothing but skin tight leotards inside of it. Um, and when you pull one out, it replenishes with another leotard. What color are the are the leotards? 
Oh, they're they're like rainbow colored. So there's one for each of like the seven basics. But it's like a full on big ass wardrobe. That, like, yeah, yeah, it's like a full on you. wardrobe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things where like you're you're gonna want to keep it in a home rather than like try to carry it with you, um, unless you've got like a bag of holding or something. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's unlimited rainbow colored skin tight leotards inside, and that's really all it can hold. If you um. Dan, do an Arcana check for me real quick on this thing. Okay. Something I can actually do. Wonderful. Uh, well, it's still not super great. How about a 12? A 12? Um, this is an easy enough thing to figure out. Uh, you know that if you were to put another article of clothing in here, no matter what it is, like hats, boots, gloves included, um, it would transform into a rainbow-colored leotard and replace one of the ones that's already in there that's the enchantment on this thing is that it can only hold rainbow colored leotards no matter what do so if i put clothes in there it will turn into that kind of yes so yes so do don't I know put if, anything you care about in there if you ever get this thing do i know that if say i picked up my short baron friend and then were to put him inside there would his clothes just turn into that? <laughs> they would yeah <laughs> while he's wearing them hey um yes do you mind if I pick you up real quick? What? What is wrong with you? <laughs> well, you think, you think just because we're short that anyone can just pick us up? You think you think you can just pick me up? Well, the guy on the train did it for you, and I was hoping to give you a better view of this wardrobe here. It's pretty cool inside. That train man was quite nice. What? Why? Why would I want to stay inside that wardrobe? Oh, it's, I mean, it's a magic wardrobe. I thought maybe you'd be interested since you wanted to stop at Nick's. Ooh, magic. Oh, sure, sure. Magic, yeah. <laughs> so I, I pick him up and I put him inside. And I'm like, yeah, take a look at the back there. There's some cool magic writing, uh, you know, just like your book that you wrote, you know, your your whole memoir. Oh, all. Gosh, there's a bunch of spider webs. Yeah, and so I put him in there and I close the doors. <laughs> you place him inside, close the door. Brandon, if you, if, for those who are imagining that you are wearing clothes, um, your little French maid outfit turns into um, a rainbow. Rainbow, <laughs> rainbow French maid. Just... <laughs> yeah, it turns into the. We'll say it turns into the purple leotard this time, um, and flies off your body and hangs itself up in place of the purple one that was. In oh, there. he doesn't get to wear it. Oh no, he doesn't get to keep it. It has to replace <laughs> the one that was there. Um, and it's not sized for a halfling anymore. So, uh, and for those who are imagining me, I, your character, I, those who are imagining your character was naked, nothing I, happens. Uh, <laughs> I, but yeah, you are now completely naked inside that thing, regardless. I open the doors back up and I go, "Ta-da! Oh God!" <laughs> close the doors, and I close. Brandon, the door. Brandon roll intimidation. <laughs> oh God. This is great. I love this. I thought his clothes would be changed. This is even better. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, let's see. Uh, five. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> um, Davi, your masculinity has not been threatened. My mask. Oh no. <laughs> Davi thinks to himself, they must call him the tripod. <laughs> <laughs> No, I said your masculinity has not been threatened. Oh, they said it had yeah. been. Okay. No, no, it has not been threatened. Oh, well, let um, me read. So I think, I think to myself, well, I know his name isn't the tripod. 
that off the list of names that he actually might have. All right. So, other two guys. Do you want to do anything interesting? Stefan and Clay? Uh, I was I was just imagining him like uh being like uh like the raven of the group like, "Oh my god, you guys are so annoying." And then just, you know. Um Okay. Well, you haven't actually formed a group yet cuz you're not officially Did you true. Did you follow us in the knickknacks? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? I no. Are you the same bird from the train? Uh, can I roll a deception? Yeah. All right. I guess um, you're gonna roll it against their insight. So yeah, I rolled a twenty. <laughs> no joke. Okay. Uh, no. I'm I'm here at the store. Uh, just. Checking out uh, whatever Nax Nick has. Oh wait, was that a, was that a nat twenty? Yeah, a nat twenty. A nat twenty. Okay, Dan, did you bother rolling at all? I got a four, fourteen. Okay, yeah, so he beat he beat you. Okay. Um. So uh, yeah, you're 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 lying to them. And what are you saying again? I was just like stuttering at my words. I was like, uh, no, I just I'm just checking out uh whatever Nick's uh Max uh, uh Nick has uh. The, the... All right, that that sounds quite reasonable to me. Hey, well, uh, thanks. Uh, appreciate it. There's a there's a pretty cool magic wardrobe here. Uh, it's got some writing in the back. You should go in there and check it out. <laughs> um, not a not a big fan of magic. Um, also, I I don't know if you know this, but uh, I'm naked right now. I could use some clothes. Uh, it's a good thing I can't see you. Oh, we couldn't tell. It was, it's, I didn't see any difference. So I didn't know <laughs> Why can't you naked. see him, Clay? I just, I'm looking, I'm looking away. Oh, okay. You, you don't like what you see? Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously not. Um, I, I, I imagine it's... Baron blah, blah, blah is now like putting his hands behind his head and like gyrating his hips and wiggling around. <laughs> I walk up to the you counter. Like this? Is, is it because I'm short? Is that the reason? Huh? As I'm still gyrating. <laughs> I go to the counter and, and ding a bell on there and I go, Nick! Nick, we need some customer service, Nick. Um, you uh, hear uh, a thud on the... Uh, counter in front of you and here oh, oh, mm. um you see like a like sort of a fuzzy like clawed hand smack down on the counter uh as a bugbear who is very clearly sleeping rises up cracks his neck both ways and he's like oh uh, yeah i'm i'm nick uh, all right, Nick. So I'm assuming this is some sort of Nurse Joy kind of situation where all shops have the same Nick somehow. And so I assumed you're Nick, which I guess was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, more more or less. Um, all right. You know, Nurse Joy situation, <clears throat> except uh, instead of uh, all of us being sisters and cousins and all that, um, we were all uh, mystically replicated from the hair of, of a bugbear named Nick. Ah, uh, Okay. 
Very interesting. Uh, it, was it was cheaper than actually hiring and paying managers, apparently, yeah. for all of his locations. So he makes all the big bucks while we deteriorate rapidly and he replaces us. Mm -hmm. Sounds like some sort of questionable, morally questionable, like uh, just a step above slavery kind of thing. All right. Yeah, um, you know, anyway, capitalism and all that. Anyway, yeah, anyway, um, uh, well, before you, uh, you know, disintegrate or whatever it is you do, uh, do you have any clothes that might fit our, our uh, short friend over there? I, I've seemed to have, have caused him to have no clothes. I got, I got It'd be it. quite nice. It's it's quite it's quite drafty in here. I got yeah, about two weeks before my expiration date, so I'm not going to disintegrate before your eyes or anything. But uh, let me see if I've got some clothes. Two weeks. All right. I, I look. I pull a little calendar out and I mark two weeks from now, so I can try to come in here when you disintegrate, so that I can rob the place while he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So marking two weeks from now. All right. So um, he goes and checks the back starts shuffling around um uh brings out um a s very small set of sort of worn like trousers and a vest like an aladdin vest but like kind of worn um <laughs> and, and old looking and he says um uh, i got these as as hand-me-downs from the previous herg location nick um, about six weeks ago when I was a baby, uh, these might fit your friend. Wait, so you said six, six weeks ago? So you, your lifespan's like eight weeks? Yeah. Yeah. High turnover here. Uh, man, that's great. I, I make a little note next to the calendar, eight week lifespan. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, how much for the clothes? Uh, you know what? I don't really have a whole lot of personal attachment to him, and the next Nick can come in here naked for all I care. So, uh, gonna say about three silver. Three silver, great. Uh, I actually I hand him four silver, and I go, I like your shit rolls downhill kind of mentality for your friend here. So here you go, have have an extra silver. And <laughs> oh, thanks, pal. This is gonna do me a lot of good in the next two weeks. <laughs> Sure will. Uh, maybe buy a drink or uh, I don't know, get a hooker or something. Live, live your life. Yeah, no, we're we're not allowed to accept tips. All extra funds go straight to Nick Prime. So, all right, huh. man, your life fucking sucks. All right, bye. Oh, tell me about it, pal. <laughs> so I, I walk over and uh, just hand him the Aladdin clothes, I guess, and I go, "Here you go. Let me probably ought to get going." Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, and uh, Birdie. Uh, there's a pretty cool little um, statue of a of a dude riding on like a I don't know a bear or something over there. It's pretty neat. Maybe you ought to get that knickknack. Anyway, let's go. Hey, cool. Thanks. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, there, uh, there is a small statue of, of a man riding what looks to be an owl bear. Oh, hey, uh, random question. Does this knick knickknacks have any like hats? Um, there is a hat section. Um, uh, every single one of them has like a uh, like like a logo on it. Okay. They're they're all snapbacks. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys not have the uh, the hat that looks like a Dixie cup that the monkey in a laden wears? <laughs> are, you, are you talking about a fez? Are you looking for a fez? <laughs> That's the one. Nah, we don't have fezzes at this location. 
Oh, the other Nick Snacks does. Yeah, well, I'm not the other Nick. These aren't the other Nick Snacks. He's, he's trying to. I wish you were the other Nick. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, pal. <laughs> he's trying to look. He's trying to look for a sombrero. The the other Nick has an extra two days on his lifespan. You know what I could do with an extra two days? Jump out of a train. Ponder why. Oh, we got a wise guy here. Do I look like a train usher? Maybe you could use that. You look like someone that only. You look like that someone that only has like two weeks. (laughs) All right, so let's move this along, Um, real quick, Stefan. Yeah. Um. Uh, did, did, Did you have anything you wanted to check out while you were here at Market Street? No, not particularly. Well, I say that. Um, I'm assuming there are like rich looking shops, like the the shops for like the upper class, and then the shops oh for, like, yeah, the yeah lower class. Uh, I will take uh, make like a mental note of the the shops that are. Yeah, the the like the upper crust looking shops. Um, a good deal of them are like on second floors of these buildings. You kind of got to walk through the other shops to climb the stairs to get to them. Yeah, there's, um, there's a Nick Snacks Prime. <laughs> there's a, it's it's right above the regular Nick Snacks, but it's it's for upper class. Yeah, yeah, Nick Snacks. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, you got to get a subscription to go in there though. <laughs> Uh, I'm just taking. They always note. say I I look like something whenever I try to go in there. They try to use me for that something, but I get away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys continue walking along. The rest of the city, um, as far as you see, like the streets that you're taking to get to the pickle, um, aren't. Uh, aren't nearly as interesting as market street initially was um once you make your left turn where you're supposed to um it's mostly just like normal buildings um businesses um a couple of apartments above those businesses you do see one bar called the drunken husband oh boy um uh and it is like you can hear it get kind of loud as you get near that bar and i don't mean like angry loud i mean like celebratory loud there are guys singing in there the as loud as their drunk hearts can take uh and like it's it sounds like a fun time in there uh, but you don't have time to stop in and check it out um you do see a lot of uh police carriages and police horses parked outside though or city guard i should say not police um <laughs> But like city guard stuff parked outside, so I guess make a mental note: the drunken husband is probably popular with the guards. Um, uh, you continue your walk, make your way through a residential area, um, and then uh, eventually you do arrive at the wilted pickle. Yay! You see the outside of it; it looks like your standard um, tavern slash inn. Um, it has like saloon doors on the front, uh, rather than, uh, you know, a normal door. Um, so, uh, you guys could just like push your way in if you want. Yeah. I don't Are we all walking in at once? 
you can if you want. I assume you guys would have noticed that you're all walking in the same direction by now, so you can address that if you would like before going in. Like, hey, what are you doing here? Hey, Birdman, I thought you said you was just here for the next snack. Um, I'm, uh, I'm just going by the wilted pickle. I'm just, it's my first time here, so. All right. Yeah, it didn't seem like you were following us. I, no, no, ab- yeah. absolutely not. All right, we'll get a point. All right, so uh, we start to head in. Uh, yeah, I guess you head inside and you look around. Um, there are, you know, it's it's pretty dead in here, especially compared to what you could hear from the drunken <laughs> husband. Um, uh, there is to to your right. You see the bar area. There is a bullywug uh, cleaning. Um, it's like shot glasses and beer mugs and things like that. Um, and it seems like he's kind of humming to himself. Uh, there is a stage for entertainment, um, and you do see that there is a woman up there practicing her singing. She is wearing like one of those you know fancy like sequined dresses. She's got the long silk gloves that go up past her elbows. Um, she's got long blonde hair, um, uh, and also she's a pig. Um, <laughs> okay. She's a literal pig. She's a pig woman. That's, no, that's um, disturbing. Uh, and she's practicing her singing. You can hear her singing like, And I'm gonna be a movie star <laughs> And I'm gonna learn to drive a car And I'm gonna be a good mommy too and I'll always love you. Oh my um, god. I love this one. <laughs> um, as, you look ar- as you look around um, to your left, there are booths um, sort of lining the wall. And in the big corner booth up against the back left corner of this main tavern area, um, you see there is a man sitting there. He is wide. Um, he looks to be barrel chested, though it's hard to tell because he's sitting down just how barrelly he is. Um, he looks like he's wearing one of those fancy three piece Italian suits. Um, he's got a goatee, uh, and sort of salt and pepper hair. Uh, he's smoking a cigar, um, and he's got his feet up on the table, and he's got uh, a shot glass that is filled with a bottle of whiskey next to it. Um, but he hasn't. He doesn't seem to have drunk from the shot quite yet. So, uh, so did our uh, did our note have instructions for how, how we're supposed to meet with them? Um, you can you assume you can just kind of generally approach him, right? Oh, he's also sharing the booth with um, two other men. Um, I forgot to mention this. Sorry, I don't know how I forgot there are two other guys in the booth. Um, one of the other guys is another human. Um, he also, he has a similar, like, sort of goatee thing going on, but he's got long jet black hair, looks kind of greasy, uh, comes close to reaching his shoulders, and he's wearing a very, very fancy looking black suit. Um, he, he looks like he could snap you in half with his eyes. Uh, and I'm not saying that in terms of, like, musculature or anything, and I'm just saying he's got that intimidating look about him. Um, and then the other guy who's with him is this big tabaxi dude um, who is wearing a do-rag, a set of shades, and has a big old handlebar mustache. 
um, and and he's got uh, red and black stripes going all through his fur. Um. So yeah, those are the three guys sitting in that booth. Oh, and you can approach however you like. Okay. Well, uh, the Baron, shall we make our way over there? Oh, over there. Uh, yes, you you know our our note that we have in common. Remember what it said? Oh, right, right. It, it said to to meet over there. Yes, that's what it said. It said, "Dear the Baron, meet over there." Yep. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I start walking. Dude, so I assume you other two guys also. Yeah, scratch. He's like X marks the spot. So, so is anybody before you reach him? Is anybody going to address the fact that you all walked exactly the same route all this yeah, way I, and are all now approaching this dude? As we start, me and the Baron start to walk over, and I notice that there's the bird, and is is the other guy there too? All all four is the four of us right now? Yeah, I assume. So. Yeah, Stephen, I'm here. Are you there? Um, I just wasn't going to interrupt the great the great uh, shenanigans. Oh and, and no, I'm, I'm saying like, are you at the wilted pickle? I mean, I know, I know. Oh you're yeah, there. no, no, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm at the wilted pickle. I assume I actually yeah. arrived before them because I didn't take the detour at. Ah uh... uh, right, okay. right. Okay. So are you yes, already at the table, or are you at a different table? I would actually probably already be sitting at the table. Um. All right. Well, well, hang on, hang on now. He might not let you sit. Yeah. You're at the table, but uh, he, he, you know. So, all right. So, Stefan's character is already there. Um, and uh, you are standing beside okay. the table. He, he has his arms uh, crossed, and he's kind of leaning nonchalantly against the edge of the table then. Okay. Yeah. So, as, uh, as we start to walk over then, and I notice the bird is following us, I um, kind of nudge the Baron, and I turn around and I go, All right, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> all the time, and I'm tired of it. What's your deal? Excuse me, my name's not little shit. It's skit. I mean, uh... I'm not talking to you, the Baron. I'm talking to the bird friend here. <laughs> the Baron. <laughs> he's he uh he's just surprised. <laughs> Turns out I'm in the same reason. I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, and what boat is that? I'm starting to think this boat might be sinking here when you're going to go under with it if you don't have a good answer. You don't deserve to know. You hear the bully, you hear the bullywug um, bartender quickly call out, We're going to belabor the metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kermit. Thanks for chiming in. actually. <laughs> anyway, what's. Uh, What's your deal here, bird? He just sighs and he just... You really want to know, huh? Yeah. I think that's why he <laughs> asked the question. Uh, from, from the background, as this little interaction is happening, my character is, is calling out quietly from the background. I think I would like us to continue this conversation together. Please, please do not waste any more time. At the same time, he's like, Kenku, like, like my Kenku, like he, he, he pulls his cloak back and he sees he's spinning a, a dagger in his hand. 
just what just by one of his like one of his hands just spinning a dagger. Shows that he's packing some heat. Okay. That's that's a bit excessive, man. We were just having a conversation. All right, so you have just exposed that you have a weapon and it's in your hand. The guy with the long, greasy black hair sitting at the booth isn't at the booth anymore. He is now holding your hand with the dagger in it. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. He says, I think that's enough of that. Please, the dawn is waiting. He sighs again, puts his dagger back in his sheath, and he's like, this is why I work alone. So you guys approach the table all together um, and the uh, guy with the hair is sitting back at the table again now. Um, and uh, you hear the tabaxi guy speak up. He says, Ooh, yeah, there's a nice looking group of people here, brother. <laughs> Look at this little pipsqueak over here, man. Looks like, he, the... he, looks like he's a real tough guy. Uh, that's right, I am tough. Ooh, wait, yeah. wait. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Are you are you Sandy Ravage? <laughs> Name's Macho Hulk Man Savage, brother. I think I've seen you on TV somewhere. <laughs> that's right, Macho Hulk Man Savage from TV somewhere. That's the town I grew up in, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, the famous town of TV somewhere. Haven't heard of it. So the the Don takes the cigar from his mouth, flicks it a bit to get the ash off. Um, and he gestures towards Stefan's character and says, please, line up with the other fellows. Uh, yeah, my character will move away from the table and <laughs> stand off towards the side, maybe, maybe kind of like maybe putting a little bit of distance between him and the, the three stooges. <laughs> three stooges. <laughs> so, alright, so in my head, from the Don's perspective, right to left, you guys are all standing um, Brandon, Dan, Clay, then Stefan. Yeah. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, I'm right next to him. Right. Yeah, keep an eye on this bird because I'm still not sure yeah. what's going on with him. All right. So the Don gestures towards each of you one at a time and says, Skid Stain, the midget fighter. Tis me, sir. Davi, the purple dragonborn. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Scrack, the Kenku assassin. Yeah. And the Undertaker himself. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I've called the four of you here for a very specific task that I need done on this, the week of my cat's quinceanera. <laughs> Happy quinceanera to your cat. Please don't address my cat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Especially when she's not even in the room. So on this, the week of my cat's quinceanera, I've assembled the four of you 
specifically for a special task of he takes a drag of a cigar. Robbing the first national bank of Herd. You can't be serious, sir. Oh, I'm double, triple, ultra serious, sir. Oh, yeah. Double, triple, with ultra? Cher- with cherries on top. With uh, cherries on top. And rainbow jimmies. Not rainbow jimmies, sir. Absolutely rainbow jimmies. Can't stand that And what next? We also you want us to get the crown off the king's head? Not necessarily. <laughs> Yet. So here's what you're going to do. I have things set up in accordance with some other associates of mine. Me and my friends here, Mr. Macho Hulkman Savage, who has already introduced himself. Hey, brother. And my other associate here, Mr. John Wax. <laughs> John Wax. <laughs> Plus, pl- pleasure to make your acquaintance. Be awesome to each other. Uh, I can't believe John Wax is here. No, wait, no, it's be excellent to each other. Dang it, I screw up. The <laughs> um, be, be excellent to each other. Um, and, uh, okay, so the Don says, since I derailed myself there, uh, the Don says, here's what I need done, and I need it done like this. <laughs> Um, you can do it however you want, but there are specific steps I need you to take. You are going to need floor plans for the bank, guard routes for the bank, a detailed description of their overall security system for the bank, and a getaway driver to get away from the bank. In a driving fashion. Yeah, but so these, would you happen to have floor plans, sir? I I do not. I do not have floor plans for the bank. Or perhaps a vehicle okay. for which we may get away in. I don't have it, but I know a guy who does. He's uh Could you tell old, us his name? He's an old friend of mine. He's um what do you it's a new word he made up he calls himself a scientist Never he, uh, heard of him. well no one's heard of it it's a made-up nonsense word scientist come on yeah one of those kooks that don't even they don't use magic they try to use science to discover things. You know, it's one of the stupidest words i ever heard <laughs> science i mean what even is that Anyway, he's a scientist. He's a friend of mine. Guy goes by the name of Stern. He'll be able to help you get a vehicle. He uh, lives, I want to say Uptown. Yeah, let's go with Uptown. Because <laughs> that's what the DM decided to do. <laughs> He's uh, got kind of a scummy place, 
a, a, a warehouse, let's say, um, that he uses as a uh, as a science lab. So uh, I can give you his address if you like, if that's your thing. Yeah, Mr. Dawn, why does it seem like you're just making stuff up all of a sudden? Because the DM's making stuff up all of a sudden. That's really the only explanation for it. As far as you're concerned, Don Fatwood's had this in his head for weeks already. Who's the DM? (laughs) You see, Mr. Baron, sometimes there's uh, things that you try to plan, but then things don't go the way you think. Like perhaps people take a lot of time in a shop losing their clothes, and then it takes up a lot of time, and it kind of derails what you were thinking, and then you have to make things up. Yeah, or um, sometimes... Sometimes the DM uh, just uh, uh, is a slacker and procrastinates too long before the session. Uh, Uh, So, so... (laughs) (laughs) yeah, well, you're working with friends now. As far as you're concerned, these guys are your dads and your brother. Fuck off. Say hello (laughs) that I will not. No, you. How about that? Undertaker edges slightly further away from the canker road. As far as you're you're concerned, uh, Skidstain is dad number one, Undertaker's dad number two, Uh, and Davy's your brother. Yeah, that makes sense. Scratch (laughs) got some real younger brother energy going on. (sighs) Hey, deal. don't talk. Oh yeah, that, don't talk to your brother yeah, like do, that. Do what he says. Sorry, papa. <laughs> Asshole. Well, anyway, now that we're all a big happy family, don't call your brother an asshole. Well, <laughs> how do we? Uh, what would you want to pull this this job? With. So I need to have the job ready to go by Friday. Because Friday is the day of my cat's quinceanera. And here's how this is going to go down. You're going to complete the steps towards preparing the job and planning it out. So that's ready to go on Friday. So that while you guys, while you you schmucks, you bunch of dicks are robbing this bank, you're heisting this bank on Friday, I will be here at my cat's quinceanera. You will take suspicion off of me, and as a reward, you get to keep whatever gold you find in there as your payment. Because I'm not looking for gold. Here's what I want. I just want one little box. One box in the noble's vault in the bank. That's all I want. You guys get whatever other gold or magic items you find in there to keep. I just want one little box. Why do you want a little box? Why not gold? Because I'm pretty well off as it is. Gold's not my priority here. It's it's the box. I want the box. Do you have a thing for boxes? What's, what's, in what's in the box? I, I'm not going to tell you. Just shut up. Box. Let's just get this job over with. Don't talk yeah, so, to your dad like that. Undertaker reach. 
All right, you know what? Let's ditch. Let's let's ditch the metaphor. Let's and the taker reaches over metaphor. and flicks the kangaroo rogue on the nose. Oh no! I can, <laughs> I can, I can already see that some of you are going to abuse the imposed family dynamic. So let's 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 skip that part. Gonna make All me right. relive losing my family again. What a monster! Yeah, we're gonna, I never we're gonna, had uh, a family. I'm gonna miss this. We're going to need a new table since we carved the family tree into this one. Um, that's fine. I can afford it. I'm rich. I'm a, I'm a Don. I'm a mafia Don. Hey, you. Hey. So, uh, so here's how this is going to go down. I need you guys to go to City Hall and, and then you guys hear a through the door. Someone bursts through the door. Um, and you all turn to look. And running into this room, uh, shouting for Don Fat One. Uh, sh- she's yelling, Don! Don, we got trouble! And Don Fat One's like, what is it? So this woman who has just run in here is a tiefling. Um, who here is familiar with the character Nico from Devil Not Five? Not I. I don't Me neither. No one? Okay. Um, Unfortunately. Then I guess I have to describe her, don't I? Uh, <laughs> all right. So she's got, like, kind of curly-ish black hair um, that is, like, held back by her tiefling horns. Um, she wears glasses with, like, thick black rims, um, wears, like, a midriff-bearing shirt. She's got, like, a sleeve of tattoos up her left arm. Um and like piercings and stuff. She's 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 like edgy sort of goth chick. Goth hipster, goth punk, whatever you want to call it. She's gothy. Um uh, she's a goth tiefling. What, what color tiefling did you say she was? Was she blue or red or she's pink. Pink. Um and she got the tiefling tail and all that. Um uh, <laughs> art get to work. Uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, she she comes running in and says, "Don, we got a problem." And Don Fat One says, "What is it, Krista? What happened?" And uh, Krista, which is this tiefling woman's name, uh, is like <sighs> breathing heavy because um, she just ran. You assume a long way. She looks up and she says, "It's Stern. The city guard found his lab." And the Don says, "Ah, shit." All right, boys. I guess it's just going down in a different order than we had planned. You bunch of dicks are going to get stern first. Oh, gosh. All right. What, we got to do a jailbreak now? Uh, Hopefully it doesn't come to that. Here, I'll give you the address to his warehouse. Krista will be able to guide you there. Uh, And... Hopefully, you guys will be able to find Stern before the guards do. Because if I know that little bastard, he's hiding well. I just pray to heck that you guys get to him before the guards do. Because if the guards get him, oh boy, that won't be good. That won't be good at all. That'll be the opposite of good. That'll be bad. It'll be real bad. It'll be not good, but bad. Bad, but not good. Uh, and every every variation of that sentiment. 
All right, all right. Well, lead the way then there, uh, Pinky. Let's go. Um, She very quickly pulls out her hand crossbow and points it at your chin and says, call me Pinky again and I'll mount your head on the wall. <laughs> Eczema. <laughs> uh, don't tempt me with a good time. All right, let's get out of here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Krista takes you guys out of the tavern, and you hear Timrick call after you, Have fun story in the castle! Yeah, shove it. Shove it, Kermit. <laughs> wow. That hurts. You guys really are like a bunch of dicks. Yeah, we're kind of terrible people. <laughs> oh, he said it. He said the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits, Tim. We did it, guys. We did it. Wrap it up. We're done. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Go home. Session's over. Campaign's over. All right, that's episode two of Scoundrels D&D for Terrible People. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, our not-heroes have finally met Don Fat One and have been pointed in a direction for uh, their first, like, real like adventure part of the adventure so yeah uh they they are getting ready for the rest of their quest to be bad guys um so yeah uh if you like this me and brandon have a, a comic book podcast that we do called store brand comics um where he and i just come up with goofy or interesting ideas for um like comic book stories that we would love to see written or if we're lucky enough someday maybe write ourselves that would be fun so yeah um there's that uh i actually didn't check with any of the other guys um before recording this to see if they had anything they wanted plugged so i guess that's the only plug we're really doing for this episode so yeah we're gonna be back in another two weeks with um episode three which I hope everyone who listens to this enjoys. Um, because, yeah, we're doing this as a hobby. This is very much a, uh, like, this is a fun uh, thing. Uh, this is, you know, we're not really professionals or anything like that. So uh, um, we're just kind of putting it out there because we think it would be a fun thing to share. But, yeah, for the most part, while we're actually in there playing and recording, um, it's a fun D&D session first and an interesting podcast second. Um, I try to make it as interesting to listen to as I can while editing, but yeah, for the most part, it's just a, just a bunch of friends hanging out and goofing around. So, um, yeah, that's really, I guess, all I have to say for the end of this. Um, I will talk to you in two weeks then, I suppose. Yeah, goodbye. You can call me Papa. All right. <laughs> Papa the Baron. Yes. Is this, are we, so you're my dad now? I feel, you're, how, how does this even make sense? He's totally the kid. Why am I the son? Because that's the way I said it is. Wait, no, wait. I'm brother. Am I the? Am I? Am I the brother? Am I like an uncle or am I a son? I'm you, okay, here, okay, here's how we're gonna break it down. He spends about two hours. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Um, and this family tree, he did have to have to like extend it to include himself and Macho <laughs> Hulk and John. Um, I'll carve into the table with a knife. Like there's a big tree drawn out on the table now. Yes. So so the way it draws out is he's 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 Grandpapa. Um, on on the Undertaker's side, all right. So Undertaker is his son, um, and he's Grandpapa. Uh, John is Grandmama, um, and then Macho Hulk is um, uh, your great uncle uh, on John Wax's side. Um, Timrick, <laughs> the Bullywog bartender, he he's he's Grandpa on, um, on Skidstain's side, and the. Uh, uh, the pig lady who is singing, who you have learned through this, her name is Gigpy. Um, she is, is is grandma on Skidstain's side. So Skidstain and um, and Undertaker are the two dads. All right, <laughs> Davy is the oldest son, um, and then his little brother is Scrap. <laughs> of course, he's the runt. 